going to be handing over to the one and only Mr. Graham Park. Right now, we're going to be chatting to Graham Park. Absolutely angel. So you've got a brand new CD out, Hacienda 30. Can you let us know how the CD came about? Well, Peter Hook, who... Um, used to be a new order who was one of the owners of the Hacienda uh, was just looking at his uh, diary and realised it's 30 years since Hacienda opened uh, so we had this amazing party on the 30th birthday underneath the old uh, where the Hacienda used to be and uh, I just chatted to Peter and said you know what we should do a, we should do a CD and he went yeah yeah we should and then that was the end of that conversation really and then a few weeks later he said right we're doing it pick some tunes we're going to do it so the me Mike Pickering and Peter Hook we all made our list and luckily we had completely different lists um, and then the first 20 tracks that got uh, off each list that, that were uh, granted permission made it on the album so it all happened quite quickly really so how did you manage to narrow it down just the 20 or so tracks just for your CD because there's so much good music from back in the day out there well, not every record company um, is uh, happy to let you have stuff. See, I started with a list of 100. I'm not, I mean, Mike and uh, Peter Hook had a smaller list. But I started with a list of 100 because I took the view that uh, there was, from my eight-year residency, there was just so many great tunes. And I kind of went through each year in my head and picked tunes from each year. So I had a list of 100. And I just said, right, the first 20 that I get permission for I'm going to use uh, but it wasn't that simple because for example Sony who own the rights to a lot of uh, classic club tunes uh, approved certain tracks but then said you can only mix them for five seconds and you can't edit them now straight away uh, one of the tracks I wanted to use was Surrender Yourself by The Dow which is 15 minutes long now obviously you can't have a 15 minute track on the album because that's going to use up a quarter, almost a quarter of the playing time on a CD. So I thought, well I can't use, I can't follow that stupid rule because how, how am I going to have that? And, and the introduction to the Dow is about two minutes of just like uh, atmospheric noises. So another one was Kathy Sledge, Take Me Back to Love again. And the piano intro of that I used to make I used to mix over other, other stuff. So then I had to take the decision that I couldn't have any Sony records on because of that rule. So then it was like, okay, I've got 20 tracks, but five of them are Sony ones, get rid of them. So I have to wait for the next five to come through. And, and then the reason there was no, uh, I haven't got any tracks recording, so I've tried a lot of classic Chicago acid stuff. But track records said, well, if you use our tracks, you've got to use five tracks. To, if you want to use any, you've got to use a minimum of five. So I'm like, well, I, I can't do that. So eventually, though, I got a list of 20, but I only used 19 because I ran out of time. I couldn't get, I couldn't get everything on my 20 tracks on the CD, so I, I, that's why there's only 19 tracks on my one. So are you surprised at the longevity and the history behind the Hacienda? Because it still seems to be going as strong nowadays as it was 30 years ago. Um, I'm not as surprised as people might think because um, it was such uh, an amazing place that there was nothing ever like it. I mean, a lot, a lot of people now don't realise that uh, in the 80s, 
there weren't that many clubs and they all closed at two o'clock and you had to dress up to get in uh, and people got turned away from clubs for not wearing the right clothes blokes used to have to wear ties to get into clubs and um, clubs weren't very nice it was lots lots of trouble and the hacienda came along and kind of changed the whole face of clubbing and that's why it's still an extremely popular um, place uh, or, or, or still a, a, a very popular club brand because it was there was nothing like it before Cream, Gatecrasher, Ministry of Sound they all came after the Hacienda and those people who set those clubs up would, would freely admit that they went to the Hacienda and thought yeah we need to do something like it. The, the difference is the Hacienda was wrong terribly you know business wise it was just useless just read Peter Hook's book How Not to Run a Nightclub and the other clubs that still exist were run um, properly but you know people used to travel from all around the country just to go to the Hacienda to hear um, Acid House and take those funny little pills as well <laughs> um, but that's why 15 years after it's shut people still have such a lot of love and affection for it and of course Hacienda's legacy is all around us you go to any club and, and Hacienda's influence can be seen in the way clubs are designed and the way uh, people's artwork has evolved over the years. It all goes back to that industrial kind of landscape and that industrial interior and that, you know, the yellow the yellow and black diagonal stripes have just become associated with clubs, flyers and designs. So, I mean, from the first CD, obviously, you've got quite a long history of tracks. Out of your first CD, obviously, you mentioned there was 100 tracks there. Oh. It's going to be one of those questions we're going to ask you, won't be able to give us a straight answer. But which tracks stand out for you the most? Well, um, you know what? They all, they're, they're all really special. The, the thing about my selection is I chose... Uh, tracks that were all very special to me. Uh, for example, Make My Love, Sean Christopher is a very special track because uh, my wife uh, absolutely loved it. And when I was trying to, this when she, before she started going out with me, I used to play that in the hall that she'd look up for the dance floor and go, oh, he's playing that track I like again. <laughs> so that's a very special track for me. Um, Darlene Lewis, Let the Music Lift You Up, which opens the CD. Um, just, it's just one of the greatest um, songs club songs ever it's, it's a great um, Kevin Saunderson production with an amazing vocal it's, 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 when, it's when Detroit Techno met great soul vocals and uh, that's a very special tune to me Seduction You're My One and Only True Love was one of my big end of the night tunes uh, for years and years at Hacienda and even now when I play it it still causes people um, to go absolutely crazy Kim Beecham's True Love to me is just one of my top five tunes ever and it's often overlooked in the history of uh, house music and it was on a, a New Jersey label called 111 East which people tend to kind of overlook uh, just every track's got a little story as far as I'm concerned so whereabouts are you going to be taking, are you going to be on the road again with Hacienda? Are you going to be out doing parties all over the world? Or are you going to be concentrating purely on your own gigs? Well, there's, the, there's been an ongoing Hacienda world tour for a few years now. I mean, um, when Hacienda shot, that was, everyone thought that was the end of the Hacienda. And, and I, for one, was quite glad that it was time to move on. However, after a few years, Peter Hook got in touch and said, look, there's a lot of people really keen 
for me to do something with a Hacienda name. I think we should do some parties. And that's kind of evolved onto an ongoing world tour. But this year, since the 30th birthday party, we've had a Hacienda 30 tour. Uh, we've had some amazing nights. And in the coming weeks, while well, we're in um, Leeds on this Saturday the 10th at uh, the warehouse, me and Frankie Knuckles. Uh, then next Saturday the 17th, it's a Hacienda 30 stage at the Culture One Festival in Bangkok. On the 24th of November, there's a Hacienda 30 tour night with me in Chester. Then um, there's one in December on the 15th with Mike Pickering and Todd Terry and Marshall Jefferson. And then the, the, the year ends, the 30th anniversary year ends on the 27th of December with me doing a seven-hour set at Sankey's in Manchester. And there are people and clubs who've already been asking us for dates next year as well. But in between all that, I'm still doing my own thing um, uh, all over the country. I was in Port, a fantastic gig in Portsmouth last week. I'm in, I'm in Nottingham before I go to Leeds this Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm just you know busier than I've ever been, which you know after all these years, after 28 years, I'm extremely pleased that I get to do what I enjoy doing, and people keep asking me to do uh, what I enjoy doing. In fact, in a blatant plug, if you go to my website, thisisgrahampark.com, you can get all the details of ways to catch me on the decks there. I was just going to ask you about that as well. Um, there you go. Are you going to be back in the studio then? Have you got any more productions or any more tracks in the pipeline that you could be working on? Uh, yes, I've got an ongoing uh, project called the Yellow and Black Project. Uh, it's a really good friend of mine called Birchie, Paul Birchill, who's uh, been around as long as I have. Um, he's uh, worked with MP, he's worked with Heather Small. He's worked with Marshall Jefferson, he's worked with K-Class, he's worked with uh, lots of great people and uh, we live nearby each other and, and uh, we've done remixes together and we've had stuff out before as a park and work project but this, about a year ago we started doing some stuff as the yellow and black project, taking that, that kind of black and yellow theme further and uh, we've got some remixes. In fact, if you go to the Beatport and search yellow and black, you'll find a couple of remixes we've done and uh, We've got our own material and we're currently working with an amazing vocalist who's not in the least bit involved in dance music, a girl called Kariba Francis from Blackpool, who's kind of a folk singer. And she's come up with some great uh, lyrics and melodies for some of our music. So probably be early next year now so you see that. But there are some yellow and black remixes that will be popping up uh, along the way in the meantime. So just back to the Hacienda, over the years, you worked alongside loads of brilliant DJs. Is there anybody who sticks in your mind for outstanding performances, who played really well on the night, um, song selection, that type of stuff? Oh, for me, it's always Frankie Knuckles. That's why I'm very excited about this um, Saturday at the warehouse in Leeds. Frankie Knuckles is, is a, a real inspiration for me because uh, he's been DJing longer than I have, but then he, he is a few years older than me. And when I see that Frankie Knuckles is still doing what he loves uh, it makes me it makes me hope uh, that in the coming years I'll continue to get to do what I love but when Frankie played at one of the birthday parties um, he was just outstanding his, his choice of music is just uh, he's, he's got that skill that not a lot of well a skill that um, you can't learn just to play to the crowd I'm always telling young up and coming DJs who ask me for advice to 
spend more time playing to the crowd than planning what they're going to play in advance because you can I've seen DJs fall flat on their face because they plan a beautiful set in their mind or on their laptop and then people aren't into it and Frankie and of course is just great at reading the crowd I also remember Todd Terry doing an amazing New Year's Eve set at uh, the Hacienda once as well in fact it was so amazing I was actually on the dance floor that night that's how amazing that was <laughs> Are you on Twitter as well? I'm on Twitter, yeah, at Graham Park. I mean, you can get all this on my website. And there's one thing if I could mention. As it's Movember, I am taking part in the Movember campaign to help raise awareness of uh, men's health charities. So if anyone would like to follow my progress, you have to, I have to grow a staff to, uh, to raise money for charity, for men's health charities. If you'd like to follow my progress or make a donation, you can find all that information on my website as well. This is GrahamPark.com. The Essential.